0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct, consistency, creativity, culture. On today's episode, Brian and I return to the film room and take a look at players on new teams, including Matt Ryan, JC Jackson, Tyreek Hill and Von Miller, and examine how they will best benefit their new teams. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Brian, it has been a hot minute since we've been in the film room, man. I'm feeling a little rusty. How about you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to pull out some old notes and uh, remember formations. <laughs> that's,
0: that's how I'm feeling today. That's how I'm feeling today. A uh, lot to remember. A lot to remember. Um, of course, to our audio listeners, this will be up on our YouTube channel at some point. Um, definitely probably the Facebook page as well we'll see uh how all of our new facebook likers uh treat us when they listen back to these episodes or the well we'll do it segment wise we'll do it segment wise as we have been doing um as we have been posting per player you know that sort of thing but uh but it is cool i love the film room i didn't want to get away from it this off season but just the way that things end up we did uh a lot of current stuff to talk about of course' our divisional previews, which we're just coming off of and uh but it is good probably a good thing to get away from it a little bit before we uh, step forward uh back into this wild world of the film room
1: yeah film study good and all, but <clears throat> when talking about projecting future team's wins and losses the film the film is a lot of times just based on like individual play, like that's the way we break it down. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not advanced enough to be able to uh, tell you why a whole scheme worked really well. Maybe someday, (laughs) you know, breaking down cover three zone beaters, things like that. that will be fun. But yeah, I mean, X's and O's black and white, just looking on paper. That's the only way that uh, I know how to break down a division. Uh, in the in my layman's way, you know what I mean, right? And, and I want listeners
0: to know that we have always been adamant. We are not experts uh, at this sort of thing. This is not it's not our cup of tea as far as what we're masters of. I mean, it's hard to be mastery of football talk, but we're, we've been learning, and I, I think we've grown considerably considering where we started last year. Um, some of the different uh, some of the different th- terminology. And and whatnot that we have learned from uh, from last year. So I'm really excited to, to jump back in again, shake off some rust. Uh, this is going to be an every week thing here on out until probably past the Super Bowl. Well, Basically like a play of the day kind of thing. Play of the week. Uh, we'll be going through the weekend's, you know, biggest plays. We'll pick two. We'll each pick two that we like. One offense, one defense. Uh that's how we do it. One offense, one defense, and we just we just talk. We shoot the shit about it, and try to see what went right and in some
1: cases what went wrong. Um, so it's a good time. I'm uh, gonna pick a. I'm gonna pick a random weekend and go kicker palooza on you. Amen. Nothing, nothing but punters and, and kickers. I don't know how much film study there is in that, but we'll make <laughs> it work.
0: We'll make it work.
1: Lace is out. Laces Dan,
0: <laughs> I have no doubt about it. We will make it work. But um, yeah, there's really no news and such today, but uh, but yeah, I guess we can start to really hop into this thing. So uh, we're going to go offense, offense, defense, defense. I'll be, I'll have the first offense pick. Brian is second offense. I have first defense. Brian is second defense. We close the show. Um, I wanted to talk about Matt Ryan today because I haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to talk about Matt Ryan, um, and he will be our offensive player uh, that I talk about today. Brian obviously be, you know, giving us two cents into what he sees. But, um, you know, this whole off season I've dealt with, like, it, it stinks because I haven't been. And it's just because people are, can be dicks. <laughs> uh, no. People could really be dicks. But I, like, I really, like, even on the Facebook page, everything, I people have not let me be excited about Matt Ryan. And it's been uh Disappointing. As someone who is an advocate for, um, you know, quarterbacks and looking at it that not everything is just the quarterback's fault, right? Every single time I bring up Matt Ryan, who, oh, do 28 to 3, dear. uh I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. All right? I don't know what goes on in those in, in those teams and, and play calling and the Super Bowl and such, but... It, Listen, Matt Ryan did not play defense. He did not play defensive line. He did not play linebacker. He did not play defensive back. Matt Ryan also doesn't call plays because I know there's um, some people are still stuck in the old ways, uh, old thinking process that just everybody can call plays at whim and and do what they got to do. It's not like that. (laughs) It's not like that. It was in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Uh, coaches like a little bit more hands on, and why would you? Like I understand Matt Ryan; he's he's had a very solid career, league MVP in 2016. Uh, multiple, I mean, pretty damn close to five. He's, I think, he's over 55,000 passing yards. Uh, currently, he's frequently very, very um, efficient as a quarterback. And but I mean, Kyle Shanahan, like Kyle Shanahan, was the offensive coordinator. Right, and he was getting ready to be a head coach in San Francisco. Yeah, you're going to follow his play calling. Cal uh, Shanahan's play calling is not all that great sometimes, but um, but I know. Like, uh, whatever I say here today is not going to change people's opinions on uh, on kind of what I what the way I visualize things. I just know that Matt Ryan um, did not play defense. Matt Ryan has frequently performed very very well. Uh, despite his shitty team situation, I, I'm sorry that defense had no business being in the Super Bowl, and it has gotten progressively worse over the last several years. Also, looking, oh, excuse me, at some of his like supporting cast over the last couple years, right? It's been um, Julio Jones, Julio Jones. <laughs> he overlaps with Roddy White. I'm talking more recently, more recently, as the team got worse. Uh, uh, Julio Jones, an aging Julio Jones, by the way. Russell Gage. Russell, like, I mean, yeah, as far as, like, the only, like, I don't want to discredit Kelvin Ridley, his body work with the Falcons is, as number one, is very, very short, uh, for obvious reasons, Um, but... Matt Ryan has not had help last year. I looked it up. Pro Football Focus. I know people take their stuff with a grain. Uh, Like it's hit or miss what people choose to accept. Twenty seventh, the offensive line was last year, and Matt Ryan still found a way. Right. I just want to double check that it was twenty seventh. It was. It was. Uh, Not good. All right. Twenty seventh, and he still had a twenty to twelve touchdown int ratio. Uh, That ranking is pretty bad, especially when you had your left guard grade out below a 50. Kind of tough. All right, let's see what else uh, Matt Ryan has had to deal with over the years. Again, the defense has never been that great. Even, Even with Dan Quinn as head coach, this team only played... The defense only played really good once they got bounced from the playoffs were like legit It was like wow they 're not going to make it, and the defense plays really good we 're playing for coach we 're playing for Dan Quinn and like in like it's too late pal um terrible front office all right, bad front office, bad signings, and also like I was watching a lot of film today, Matt Ryan loves, uh, the Atlanta Falcons have loved doing a lot of play action stuff. Play action is cool and all. If you have a running back, that is good, right? Top end. Good. Last year, Cordero Patterson made things a little bit interesting. Um, it was brief. It was short. He helped revive Cordero Patterson's career, which was largely floundering, bouncing around between multiple teams, um, he has in a good, like a solid running back and sorry, Devon was it Devante Freeman. All yeah. right. He was like good pre 2016 until all the concussions started piling up. He hasn't had a legitimate RB one in a long time. All right. So that all stuff comes into, into play. Um, I had a, a, a small interaction with a, uh, with a, with a legend today via Twitter asking him, you know, I, I checked out one of his videos. It's the, uh, Oh God! <laughs> Where's the screenshot? Um, the QB Confidential videos. Kurt Warner runs a QB Confidential channel on uh, YouTube, and I learned a lot from him. I watched a lot, and he agreed with a lot of stuff that I uh, that I had been thinking when it comes to Matt Ryan. Um, I go, "What are your concerns?" And he goes, "Not a whole lot. Basically, if the team is dependent on Matt Ryan to carry, which." Yes, we understand that, right? He's not Mahomes. He's not Allen. He's not Burrow, not Herbert. Um, he's not quite – he's not
1: there anymore. you um, would be all right. Yeah. I find it unique, though, that you just mentioned a whole bunch of guys that have a whole uh, – I mean, Tyreek's off of the Chiefs, but you, you, just, you listed guys that have weapons. Right. You know what I mean? So what do you think of the Colts' weapons, Matt?
0: I'm not overly thrilled about them, <laughs> honestly. Uh, this is, the, that is the challenge that we uh, we, get, we get to work with here. Uh, I'm not sold on Michael Pittman as wide receiver one. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe some hope. Um, there may be some hope, but I'm not overly fond of their weapons. Uh, obviously, Jonathan Taylor's awesome. Uh, Naheem Hines, if they use him correctly this year, like they say they will, will be awesome. Um, that's all stuff that's going to help his play action. Perspective, So, um, and there's some good young, decent young tight ends coming out. We'll see. I wish they did a little bit more in free agency when it came to uh, getting wide receiver talent. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I prepared a little thing. I, I wanted to look at a game where there was a little bit of everything for Matt Ryan uh, and look back and just, just kind of see what I see. Like a, a guy who's literally putting everything on the line with a supporting cast that isn't helping him as much as they should be. All right. Uh, I'm looking back at their game against the Washington then football team. They're not a football team anymore. They're a bunch of commanders. Um, And I I picked some plays that I wanted to kind of look through. And, um, and that is not the one. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And we're going to take a, take a gander um, at some stuff here that, uh, that I really liked. So, one of the things, you know, this is kind of basic QB1, like, knowledge, right? I mean, how to, how to set the line, how to be just prepared um, for everything that, 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 that goes on. Carson Wentz didn't do that whole lot last year. You know, his understanding and ability to read the defense was really disappointing last season. It was really disappointing. Um, but I want to show some simple things here that I really like that Matt Ryan is is this is the kind of stuff that the Colts need um, to be the best version of themselves. All right, let me make sure the volume is down so it doesn't blow out our eardrums. Okay, let's play this first play. This is uh, first and 10, 11 minutes, 54 seconds left in the f- uh, in the first quarter, very early on, and the Falcons are on the fifth. Excuse me, uh, opposing 49-yard line. And uh, here we go. Nine on first down. This is Davis, a hole on the left side, and Davis pushing forward for nine. All right, so here's what I'm looking at. So a, nice, a neat little run. It looks simple, all right, at, at, at first. Uh, what I have here, I got some squiggly circles. They're not perfect circles. I drew them on my phone as I prepped them for today. So I want you to take a look uh, for our – Video watchers. For our audio listeners, I have circled here a cornerback, all right, defensive back uh, from Washington. And then it looks like, I don't believe that's Calvin Ridley. That might be Russell Gage. I can't tell. But, anyways, so Ryan is setting up here for a run play. And um, right now, this defender, all right, this cornerback is lined up exactly where he wants the ball to go. Not a good thing. Not a great thing, um, as well, you know. We all know his kind of offensive line has struggled. It looks like they're about to send four um, right here. I couldn't. It looks like a basic four-three kind of defense setup. Um, but he's getting ready to. You know, he wants to send this run to the left. That's his play. All right. So what he does here, and I'm going to play this as slowly as I can. All right, he sets the motion, right? He taps his foot on the ground, sets the motion, sucks the defender in. And this is actually, like, you may be like, oh, why? It's actually pretty genius uh, when you break it down. He pulls the defender in, setting him up to be blocked by that that left It's left tackle. It's not a tight end. Um, man, they got a couple guys in the line here. They got a tight end with his hand. I think that's Hayden Hurst with his hand in the dirt mm-hmm. over here on the right side. Um, but he's pulling him in, so he doesn't like play back. Right? Okay, we got get a motion guy. I think that is Calvin Ridley in the motion. Um, we got a motion guy, so I'm going to come in and just keep a a check on him. And what it actually does is sucks in, um, that defender to be kind of uh, to, to attack kind of the left tackle area, and it actually opens up a hole. It's pretty sm- It's pretty smart. All right, boom. All right, so that guy was lined up right about. Uh, where I believe that's is that I think it's Mike Smith, um, I think that's what they said. Let's see, here. let's go back just a hair. Nine on first down. Is this is Davis. A hole on the uh, left. Mike Davis is a name I always. I don't know why. Just Mike Davis. Um, like Mike Shane Smith forward coach? for nine. <laughs> All right, so look at where the defender's at right now, and that's where Mike Davis is uh, is is expected to run to. He pulls him in. All right, and left tackle. Whether it's by design, he gets to push him right out. Great run blocking. Um, the offense line pushing as forward as they can, open up a nice sized hole for Mike Davis to get through. You know, Mike Davis was decent last year. I think a little overhyped in a lot of fantasy stuff, but uh, regardless, you know this is a. I mean, this is a, This is big time chunk runs. Look at this. That's an eight, like an eight-three percent. <laughs> All right, let's rewind this just a hair. All right, not that far, not that far. So, yeah, so there's our motion. Pulls the defender in. I mean, this is just little nuances, little details that can take a team far. And if Matt Ryan did this with an Atlanta Falcons offensive line, as well as, uh, you know, Mike Davis at running back, imagine what something like that can turn into with a guy like Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines. Carson, like I said, I don't want to sit here and def- definitely say, speak in definite that Carson Wentz didn't do stuff like this, but I remember that being a big complaint last year. Um, trying to take myself in the moment, he could not read a defense to save his life. Could not. He could He not. So there's the motion, Sucks suction the defender, boom, one-on-one with the left tackle. Hole. Eight-yard, big chunk play on first and ten. Fantastic. Well done. Well set up. Yep. All right. So that's the first little piece of stuff I want to look at. Next up. 33% convert. Now, this is actually in the fourth quarter. This is something very, very similar. Uh, a run. This is to Wayne Gallman. Uh, 12 minutes, 17 seconds left in the entire game. It's second and 10. Uh, Atlanta's up 30 to 22 on their own, looks like their own 29 yard line. But this is another little motion mo- uh, movement that. Uh, that helps up open up a hole. So let's uh, take a gander first, then we'll break it down slowly.
1: ...version rate on the year before today for Atlanta. Ridley in motion, second down, Gallman able to break free. Gallman into the secondary, and he's got 33.
0: Okay, so I did not mute the volume on this one <laughs> uh, when I was doing the editing, so let me just uh, crank it down a little bit. All right, so here we go. That's Ridley on the right-hand side here. Uh, Defense is playing pretty up close. Four, three, one, two. So we got one man deep, Um, one man deep right about here, and uh, so that'd be cover one. All right, Ridley
1: percent conversion rate on the year before. Matt
0: Ryan sets the motion. Matt Ryan sets the motion. Thirty-one buys it. He's yelling, "Go to your right! Go to your right!" All right, he's moving the uh linebackers, defensive backs, and moving to the right because they think something's going to the right. It's obviously it's Calvin Ridley taking lead here, and he's their best weapon at this point. Uh three games into the, four games into the season. All right, so he pulls him. All right, defenders in. Ridley in motion, second. and it gets a chance to get some blockers out front, and Gallman second down
1: Gallman, gets a push.
0: nice push. Nice hold.
1: Into the second It's a
0: first down. All right, little details like that. Goes such a long way, and this is this, this is the good stuff. I mean, again, it, it may seem like, wow, shouldn't every quarterback know this? Yeah, probably, but experienced ones know the little intricate details of where to set guys. All right, moved him off just enough. There's a lot of this for Matt Ryan. Blocker's in the right spot.
1: Into the secondary, and he's got...
0: Into the secondary. I think it was like a, looked like a 13, 14-yard game.
1: Yeah. Can you play that one more time for me? Yes, absolutely. All right, Calvin. I'm, Mo- the, the I'm watching the right guard on this play. You're watching the right guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before today for Atlanta, Ridley. And oh Motions. yeah. It, it doesn't happen without him able to get to the second level. Can you bring it back again? Yes, because this is this is uh, kind of fun because we can show um, the listeners, the watchers. Uh, first off, thanks for doing both, and. Um, <laughs> This is watching today for offensive line play. This is what that book kind of showed me how to do, you know, keep your eye off the ball. Right. So, Pat Kerwin is all about, you know, realizing that the broadcast feed is catered to the big-time plays between the quarterback, the receiver, the running back. In this play, though, you get to see the intricacies of off- offensive line. So, right now, if you're looking at the de- defensive lineman with their hands in the dirt, you got four guys down. You would think that right tackle is going to take the right end. The right guard is going to pick up that first defensive tackle, and then you got the center to, to down block away from the play upfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to try and take that other defensive tackle out, and everyone else just block, block, block. What they're trying to do is get that, that guard free. So watch the center on this play now. All right. So the center. He's got to get over to that tackle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's battling the uh, the left
1: uh, left defensive tackle, right, and he's getting and if, worked a little bit, but he's just got he's got to get the ball off clean, and then he's he's got to be able to just reach him just enough, just enough, and that and that frees up that guard to be able to pull out and and set up galman right? In motion second. yeah, it's Gallman just enough, it's just enough spot into
0: the secondary, and he's got all right. that's all impressive run stuff. Um, as I said, play action is a big facet. It's been a big facet of the Atlanta Falcons offense for a long time. Um, Matt Ryan has done it re- regardless of who is his court- or his running back. Again, this is going to be a lot of fun with, with a guy like JT, who defenses are going to be like, oh, shit, they're sending JT. Uh, <laughs> but People are going to buy it. One thing I want to point out, Matt Ryan is excellent and absolutely tremendous at, at selling the fake. Right, sometimes Mm -hmm. these 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 play action passes we watch them, and I get it. We're on skycam, so we can kind of see everything. Or on uh, you know an upper aerial view, looking down, so we can kind of see everything. And they just don't look good. It's like some of the cells don't look good to me um but again we, the perspective is different when you're on the field and you're a defensive player and you have five very big offensive linemen right in front of you and you're trying to decipher where it goes Matt Ryan I really like this this is a little just a little teeny tiny intricacy um selling that that run and actually getting the defense to commit uh by following him and the running back so here we go first down steps so, look at the defense. Good catch by Pitts. Oh, he fit that into a tight ring. That's, so this is what I'm looking at here. Really, really impressed with Matt Ryan's accuracy, and that's one, another aspect, another little clip that I want to pinpoint here. But the sell, the sell of going to the left with the running back, had the defense, the linebackers, committing to their right side and opening up just enough room all right we always talk about uh how tight the windows are right i th- i think there's a famous thing with Bruce Arians and and Peyton Manning during Fe- Peyton Manning's rookie year and Peyton wouldn't throw the ball at certain players cuz they didn't seem open they uh, and he goes and Bruce Arians said that's open in the NFL all right it's these little little shifts and in intricacies i know Washington's defense wasn't all that great last year compared to 2020 but this is stuff you want this is this is really good stuff here all right it's nice and slow. I want you to watch. Yeah, so the video watchers, we have the yellow circles on. Uh, it looks like, yeah, I think it's two of the linebackers. All right, they see the the fake handoff to Cordero Patterson. Ryan's going with them. He's kind of wait. It looked like, I kind of like the way he did it, too, now that I think about it. He's kind of, like, waiting to see. Like, oh, uh, okay. It, either these this defense is going to bite and I'm going to throw, or if they don't bite, Cordero will just take the ball. All right, so our these two linebackers bit here? We have an open throwing lane right here. Um, I think that is Russell Gage. And then, bam, hits it. Dangerously accurate. Like, that's something that Matt Ryan is really good at doing, and I, and I have one more video for that, too, is putting the ball where the receivers can catch it. But that little sell, that little play-action sell that he did, um, following Cordero Patterson and making the defense think, oh, man, they're really, you know, they're not, oh, man, they're going this way, but, oh, shoot, we got him. They're going this way. They commit. They commit, and by the time this guy realizes too late, there's an open there's an open lane to to throw to, mm-hmm. and it's perfect. It's a first down. This is first and ten uh, at ten minutes thirty seconds into the first quarter. So that's something. oh, it's Kyle Pitts that caught it. All right. So that's the some of the intricacy. I just wanted to show off and talk about some of the other little things. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, Matt Ryan were or, with. You got rid of Carson Wentz, you're losing that mobility factor, the ability to throw on the run. Matt Ryan can throw on the run just as good as anybody else if he wants to. I even see, there's, I don't have it here for the highlights, but um, there is You know. There's a clip of him taking off and, and running when need be, putting his body on the line. 35, 36 years old, still going. He takes off when he needs to. But a big part of today's game is being able to escape the pocket and run and, th- and throw on the run right? Josh Allen, Russell Wilson all those guys can do it, that's why they're superstars. Matt Ryan can do it just as well and with time, nobody open now throws on the run and it's Pitts with the catch! Throwing on the run accurate, put the ball right where it needs to be, Pitts has enough room to get two feet down, make the catch first and goal, Laura drive. All right, this was to show off arm strength. People like to knock the arm strength. And I've gotten this video sent to me a couple times to knock, like Matt Ryan. Like This is like a 45, 50-yard touchdown pass. Um, I think this is Cordero Patterson getting the thing too. But uh, let's see, four on the line, three, three, and there's got to be one safety deep. So, Let alone the players. All right, so Matt's in the shotgun. Backs up wires wide open deep downfield Matt Ryan finding Cordero Patterson and Patterson's got a touchdown all right deep balls there deep balls there and then I think there's one or two other little clips left Matt Ryan's hyped
1: <laughs> all right
0: this is a okay this is one where I want to show the accuracy putting the ball where it needs to be Four-man Washington right. rush. He Four throws Patterson
1: it up. the end zone, he's got it again!
0: Just high enough. Touchdown Just high enough for the defender catch. couldn't get it right where the hands need to be. All right, so that was the end of the video. But that's something that needs to happen. Like a guy like Michael Pittman, even though I'm not like uh, 100% sold on what he can be, that's the kind of throws you need. All right? Carson Wentz would throw that thing, and you can guarantee it was going to be an interception or a pick six at the worst possible time. I have more faith with Matt Ryan um, as, as the guy who can who can make that throw, so um, and, and put it where the receiver needs. There's tons of examples from that game. If you look through some other game film, there's a lot of examples of that um, that Matt Ryan can do. He puts the ball right where it needs to be. He's been doing that all practice, all training camp, and uh, continues to do everything that uh, that is required of him. So that is Mr. Matthew Ice. All right, little film study. Hopefully, uh, give it some hope. Giving some hope to uh, Colts fans and uh, maybe proving some doubters wrong. Obviously, it doesn't matter unless he does it this season because that's the way the world works. But um, with that, is that. So, Brian, you are up now with uh, the Cheetah, one of the fastest men in the National Football League. Um, obviously, Tyreek Hill, Dolphins, you got it.
1: Yeah, Tyreek Hill, the biggest storyline that's come out is him talking. About the differences between his quarterbacks. So that's what we have to <laughs> go on so far. And for whatever reason, he has gone to bat for his quarterback more than I think he needed to. Because now it's like kind of like awkward, like the way he keeps hyping up to it. It's like, all right, dude, like I get it that you probably realize that your, your quarterback's getting slammed a little bit. But he's a big boy. You know, he's made some solid plays in this league. He's not a bust. In fact, even if he's not great this year, he's still not a bust. Right. You know, this guy will to whatever happens this year and going forward, I I can trust him to pick up a win um, in this league against most teams. But why do you trade for Tyreek? Because tua has got a weak arm. You're thinking short sighted of what Tyreek actually does. His speed is his biggest asset. Not when he uses it, when he chooses not to use it. Right. Because of what he's able to do by manipulating the defense with his feet, <laughs> so many times I see him throttle up and throttle down, and it it gives guys like tremors in their legs trying try to figure out which direction they need to be going. You know, you're you're no backpedal the whole time as a cornerback, so you're you're trying to think like, all right, how quick do I need to get on my horse and flip my hips and run? You know, I need to be ready because any moment this dude's going to turn on the Jets, and I got to do my best to stay stride for stride, or else my safety is going to be one on one himself. Right. And one on one on himself on a, on a trying to you know cut Tyree golf, which is incredibly hard to do with his his straight line speed. You know, the guy runs a, a sub four three. It's nuts. So I do want to add too that
0: Tua has been hitting him well in practice, like yeah. good. Like Tua's hitting sixty five yard throws to Tyree kill. I do want to point that out that eh, I know we're talking about practice, but uh, <laughs> two is not as dog shit as everybody likes to think. No, Nope. So never is, has
1: been. Never will be. No, <laughs> but you know, haters going to hate and uh Terry kill is going to bring a lot of attention to this team. Um, so we'll see how they use it. I want to see stuff like this, this first play here. So it's a goal to go situation. You're going to come out and shotgun because that's what you do because you're the Chiefs. Uh, We'll see how much they do this with the Dolphins. I would imagine still a decent amount. Um, You know, McDonald being a Shanahan uh, offshoot, he might be leaning a little more under center stuff. They love their under center uh, play action and getting guys out on the run. half field reads, all that good stuff. Um, So I could see him doing a lot of that, but I wouldn't take this kind of a play out of Tyreek's playbook this this needs to be part of his every game situations right so they're going to use them you know in as the best way possible which is i want to get him moving and i want to get him in spots in the space simple as that there's nothing there's nothing crazy about this play it's not super inventive you know andy Reid gives a lot of credit for what he's done in this league with his offensive mind i don't really think this is one of them but you know, once you once you get so many pats on the back, you know, everyone just, it's like the, I don't even know, it's like the mountain that just keeps climbing. <laughs> so Tyreek Hill here uh, doing what he does best and gets into space and makes a play. All right. Let's take a watch. Brian, you let me know when to stop and start. Mm-hmm.
0: Very specific style of goal line offense that the Kansas City Chiefs have. They're going to always give you a lot of
1: motion. It's just too easy. That's it. It's what very short. Right here, so he's kind of like half decoy on that play, and then half real option.
0: This is a jet sweep, right? Technically,
1: I mean, that's what I mean. It's a jet motion for sure, right? You know, they're going to take him across the formation. They're they're correctly communicating as best as they can on defense. The problem is that you're putting Tyree killed one of the fastest guys in the league. He's already at a sprint, and you're you're you know standing with your hands on your hips. Like you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to catch up with them. You know you need to be able to communicate as far as you know how to how to soften your zone so that you know you take away uh, some of those edges. They they don't even come close to that. I think they get stuck in man to man is what ends up happening here. Because I think that outside corner to Tyreek's right shoulder, I think he's eyeballing Tyreek. That's his man. And then you got the other guy who's pointing across the formation which is trying to say, Hey, you know, if he comes across, he'll be my man, but it's it's not ideal. It's you'd rather have a guy go trail on this one. Right. They don't they don't they don't trail him. They they try and pass him off, which is super tough to do. Yeah.
0: All right, let's give another look at it really quick. A very specific style of goal line offense that the Kansas City Chiefs have. Yeah. They're gonna it was yeah. too late. To a- he crossed in front of uh I think that's Max Crosby right in front of him, number ninety six, ninety eight. Crossed right in front of him and they didn't leave anything.
1: They didn't leave anyone really to protect that back at back area. Which is Well look at that. Look at the, the, the back that's standing right there kind of pointing across the formation. Twenty five, yeah. Yeah. He he's either communicating with the safety that hey Tyre or um Kelsey's gonna be your assignment or he's trying to say it's still the same thing, but he's trying to communicate that hey, if Tyreek comes across the formation, we don't have a man out there. There's right. there's no corner on the on, on the outside. You know, they're they bunched their in the goal to go situation. They've chosen to bunch their formation. So they don't they didn't leave a man on the end. So they, I mean, this might be an Andy Reid scouting film thing where he noticed a tendency and exploited it. You know what I mean? You can't be you can't keep doing the same things over and over in situations or else coaches catch on and they're going to count on you doing it. And then it's 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 space. I mean, it's not it's not even fair. One more time, please. Overtime, one more time. All right, five fifty-three,
0: and this. Oh yeah, we should say yeah. This is uh, this is Chiefs and Raiders from two thousand and twenty. Yeah, Pacific style of goal line offense. Yeah, I just want to see where this defense, this safety back here. um, That the he just he got deked right out, Mm -hmm. and yeah, Crosby was really the last line of defense. Or the, well, technically the first one, but once yeah, Hill went past him. That was yeah, that's some really good horizontal
1: speed, um, yeah. There for Tyreek Hill, and that's and those are the plays yeah. that need to be in the Dolphins playbook because it's just utilizing what Tyreek does best. He's he's an ultimate mismatch on on offense, you know, and you need to get him into space as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Yeah. Next clip, sir. What was the um, 607?
0: It's 607. Okay. 607. Right there. Okay.
1: Chiefs and Broncos. So remember I was just saying how Tyreek's best asset is his speed, and it's actually when he chooses not to use it. That's this. This this is putting a cornerback in a horrendous position where he can't make the play consistently. There's no way if you run this play ten times, nine times out of ten, Tyreek's gonna come up with the play because it, there's you can't. It's all he's doing is running a curl route on this play, so you got man to man, and you're asking the corner just to keep him in front of you. That's his assignment. It's literally his job. Is like don't let him get back be, uh, past you. Yeah, so he does his job except for moves the chains. So let's watch this. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Hey, Moody,
0: one-on-one. And OJ Moody is not, he is not getting beat deep. No
1: way on this one. Do you want to throw that one? Yeah, go ahead. First up, all day. It's open all day long. If you, wanted, if you want to try and run a, a drive down the field from the 25-yard line where all you're doing is dinking and dunking with Tyreek doing this kind of stuff, oh, you'll eat. All day. You you can yeah, <laughs> and add in the fact that you've got Waddle, who, who I think is going to emerge as one of the most lethal outside receivers. Yeah, you're in big trouble this year. Yeah,
0: this is interesting. Yeah, great
1: body control, which is something that people don't think of for
0: Tyreek Kill. Right, they don't, they don't think of him. I think it's a, like a technical right. route runner. I feel like they're just right. like, oh, this all he does is just go routes. Right, he's just deep ball guy, a really fast guy. He's a yak guy he's a yards after catch guy. He's a, he's a find a way to create open space and just go. And he's so much more than just a, just a route runner. So much, so much better.
1: I would say he's easily top half of the league and route running a top 15. But what I actually think makes him so lethal, it's, it's what's between the ears. He reads zone coverages and leverages as well as anyone in the league. The way that he finds the soft spot of the zone so consistently, that's why he turns into that yak guy. Right. It's not just because once he gets the ball, he can go, do dynamic things. It's that he consistently knows how to get himself into places that he's accessible to the quarterback. And he—he he, this isn't necessarily one of those plays, because that's kind of like I'm thinking like working across the middle. You know, and you're trying to be between the linebacker, and you're trying to be between the uh, the linebacker and the safety. So that's one of these things that could happen. But uh, on this play, this is literally just it's one-on-one. I would guarantee if you had an all-22 look at this, you would see that there, it's at least cover one, but it's probably cover two. So it's cover two, man-to-man across the board. So, all right, so this is that. what the corner is supposed to do, and this is what Tyreek is banking on. He's banking on him backpedaling like a fool, and then Tyreek just throwing on the brakes. Right. I mean, because, yeah,
0: I think that's the idea, is that Tyreek is just going to burn you, so I'm going to keep backpedaling, keep him in front, and you know, and uh, obviously, again, it goes to show that Tyreek is much more than that. Oh, so, so much more. It's got to be a lot, really hard to cover him this year, I think. Um, and Moudia. One more on time. And O.J. Moody is not
1: he is not getting beat deep. No way on this one. Do you want to throw this? Yeah, go ahead. And and he doesn't even flip. He doesn't even flip directly out. Do you notice that he flips in and keeps position on the cornerback? So he's charging the cornerback's outside shoulder, right? He throws on the brakes and he turns inside to the inside shoulder of the cornerback before he works to the sideline. So he gives his, his quarterback even more space to be able to you know uh, deliver an accurate ball. Right. So, all
0: right, Tyreek Hill in a nutshell. Now we move on over to the defense. Very good. I'm glad I was really hoping you would take Tyreek Hill. Um, All right, so I got some, it's a little rough. The footage is a little rough, but this is uh, one person I'm really excited, or one team that I'm really excited for this year. I'm always excited for them. They're kind of like my second favorite team. I can't say that it's my second favorite team. I've always had a soft spot for them. It's my brother's favorite football team, uh, is the Los Angeles Chargers, of course. And this year they made some big time moves. They said, you know, we got to compete with this AFC West. And they got a big time player in uh, Mr. Uh, J.C. Jackson, one of the best cornerbacks on the market. They paid him a shit ton of money um, to be the best. They've had some defensive back issues. Uh, over the last couple of years, I mean, Derwin James, right, is one of their big time guys, but his health has always been a, a concern. Oh, absolutely. So they want to lock it up with with J.C. Jackson. Make you know, the, they want to be locked down. Where you know the, the league is just becoming more and more pass heavy, right? More pass first, deep passes. Guys have big arms, uh, especially in the AFC West right now. Derek Carr's got a really uh, a pretty strong arm, and he's got one of the best weapons in the, um, in the you know in the entire NFL. In Mister uh, Devontae Jerry Adams, Waller. oh, <laughs> who is on crack? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ESPN. I don't got to point out his past every single time we
1: talk about him. Um, Wait, hold on. Just so everyone Wait. knows, I I talked over you saying Devonte Adams. So we're we're reminding everyone that Dar- Darren Waller had a tough uh, drug problem that luckily oh, no, is no longer. Be don't be ESPN. <laughs> I'm don't. just saying I don't want Devontae Adams accidentally getting caught with some shrapnel there from no, from never. the Darren Waller ball. You know what I mean? They know. The people yeah.
0: know. I think. I like
1: the fact. I, I think Devontae Adams is the nicest writers here in the league. Oh, for sure, um, he's so good.
0: Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, big strong arm. Just let me already say, just Russell Wilson is actually got a, de- a pretty good arm too. Um,
1: Sexy depot. It
0: is really nice. So this is stuff he got to compete with, and the Chargers got to be able to lock him down because that's been their biggest problem. I think the last couple of years has been defense. Herbert can put the points on the board, but their defense is it just. It's a lot like a Matt Ryan situation where, like I was watching. Herbert's rookie year highlights, and this dude was torching everybody. He had, he put up like 21 points on the Bucks in like the first quarter, first couple quarters, and his defense collapsed. He put up a bunch of points on the Saints, which this is the good Saints team. Drew Brees last year, um, a lot of good pieces together, and his defense messed up. All right, defense got to be able to help him. And uh, that's what we get here with JC Jackson. So, let's take a look. I compiled a couple of clips together. This one was from 20. I think this is 18. So this is a little bit older. This is posted by the Chargers website or Chargers YouTube page. Um, yeah, Ryan. This is Ryan Tannehill's last year. Now, this is. Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna roll back to it in just a minute here. But JC Jackson is down here on the on the bottom of the screen for those watching. I don't know. No, I don't have it up yet. The Dolphins are on the forty, opposing the Patriots forty-five yard line. They're getting work. Thirty-one (laughs) nothing by the Pats uh, in Week Four. After the Dolphins started off three and zero, this is five minutes twenty seconds into the third quarter, or five minutes twenty seconds left in the third quarter. But I just want to show like how just quick and great J.C. Jackson is. Uh, Let's watch the play first, then we'll break it down. Tannehill deep and looking for Wilson. Intercepted. Picked off by JC Jackson. A rookie free agent from Maryland. Played well. You see Jackson matched up down the bottom of the screen. He does a terrific job getting his head bu- head around. And- Alright. So let's roll it back just a here. All right. So what I like about this is that JC Jackson is fast enough. He has enough body control. He's a guy who I would trust keeping up with the Tyreek Hill. All right? Um, I, I absolutely would trust watching that. Um, J.C. Jackson is that good. So this is a go-route. I don't know who the receiver is. Again, this is a little foggy. 2018, right? It was 2018. It's probably Parker. Probably Parker. Yeah, Devontae Parker probably. Um, he's running a go-route. And what J.C. Jackson does, he doesn't get, you know, he... I actually really like this. I, I caught this just now watching it. But first and foremost, he stays with him the entire time, step by step. Watch with him the entire time. But on the replay, I'll show you what I mean, Brian, and viewers. Played well. You see Jackson. He's watching him the entire time. He's got his eyes on him the entire time. He's not looking back. He's not looking forward. He is watching every single move down the bottom of the screen he's had 15 16 whoever that is but the big thing is here he has inside control all right inside control is a big it's a big deal when it comes to these go routes um especially if you have hops right if you got Mad ups as the kids say nowadays. If you could jump up and get it, you want inside control on a on a on a lot of these situations, on a lot of these routes, um, especially you know, depending on where the ball is coming from. And on a go route, this is like this is great. keeps up with them he catches it like he's a receiver. All right. Great tenacity. Um, but I, I again his ability to follow through. I like that he was looking at the receiver the entire time. Oh, that's Albert Wilson. I was just supposed to say, it Wilson. I think it says Will.
1: Wilson. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> and he, he just followed them. He looked at, he made eye contact the entire time. Again, sometimes you see these defensive backs, and they're they're looking at the quarterbacks, or they're backpedaling. And he was with them, step for step, tit for tat the entire time. Um, JC Jackson was. Hello. So that was good. All right, next up, uh, this is jo- yeah, this is definitely 2018. This is Josh Allen's rookie season. Uh, Buffalo and New England here. F- f- second quarter, nine minutes, fifty-three seconds remaining. Uh, the Pats are up fourteen, nothing, and uh, JC gets a nice little pick here. Oh. that was gross, right? Not, not good, Josh Allen. But we understand no. that that is uh, it has gotten a lot better since then. What I wanted to look at here. Was patience. All right. He found himself. This looked like it was a. Uh, it was, a, I don't know. It looks like man to man coverage a little bit. Um, kind of, actually, it kind of looks like zone. It looks like we got some zone coverage here. But I like this because, oh yeah, because JC Jackson's not man coverage on anybody. Um, but he's he's playing. He's He's got like his kind of zone to protect, and he takes a step back. It's a rookie mistake by Josh Allen a little bit. This is early Josh Allen, where he's making one read. He knows where he wants to throw to. He knows who he wants to throw to, and j c. Jackson knows stuff like that. i see you can see he played off the ball a little bit, stayed out of the area, played dumb, and then when Josh Allen had the ball heading over uh you know to to hit the receiver uh j c jackson picks picks it off. It's accurate. I mean, it was the pass was right to the yep. Bills defender, but just JC Jackson. The dude wasn't even looking. I, I should say that too. That's not completely Josh Allen's fault. They could have been a nice contested catch, but uh, JC Jackson waited and scouted that thing out. He was patient, which is a really it's a weird thing to say when you talk about cornerbacks and the NFL and game speed. But he showed patience. Um, he knew where he was at, and the ability that quick twitch. He just turned it on and was able to make that pick. All right, this is uh, against the Chiefs. I believe this is 2018 as well. Pretty similar to um, this is J.C. Jackson over here on number 11. I think that's number 11. Is that Hardman? Yeah, I think that's Hardman. Um, let's take a look at that play really quick. For this play, as Mahomes flings it, it's picked off. Inside control. Inside control. So uh, Hardman's running like a, uh, it's like a post route, right? That'd be considered a post route. Post slant.
1: Yeah, or or it's a, they call it a, a drag route.
0: Drag route, run to the inside. I got to get my see. I got to refresh and get my my uh, route terminology back down again. Uh, but Miko Harmon runs up and across the field. All right, he's lined up on the left side, running towards the uh, running towards the right side, and JC Jackson has inside control the entire time. As Mahomes <coughs> in and it's picked up. Yeah. Actually you know which is which is great that's brilliant actually yeah. i forgot They're in the slow motion you'll see that he lets up a little bit so patrick bites on it and then he turns the burners on look at all right so miko harman's got him by a little bit all right he's tailing he's an arm's length away no, man man. mahomes is making the throw jc turns the burners on i know this video isn't the greatest of quality
1: and boom over yeah. route over route Do okay. you know what the um what what they call that, that's the cornerback ran the route for the receiver. So he recognized exactly what Hartman was trying to do and he baited him. And then he, went, he knew where he was going. So then he just ran the route for him. Then the ball looks like it's perfectly placed for him. Yeah. It <laughs> you know I mean? so was just out in front. yeah, it, it did. It looked really good. So uh clean grab there by
0: JC Jackson. That inside control. Uh, aware of the routes, aware of what's happening, and and just just so attentive. I think this is the last one that I have. There's about 19 seconds left in this video. I might have one more. But this is the Ravens and Patriots. Uh, I believe this is from 2018 or 19 as well. Patriots are up. No, this has got to be maybe 2020?
1: Possibly. Maybe. The Patriots
0: are 3-5. and five. The Baltimore Ravens are 6-2. and two. Patriots did not have losing records with Tom Brady, so I think this has got to be 2020. Uh, Inside uh, control. Inside control, and uh, Lamar just gave it right to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a poor decision. Yeah. <laughs>
0: gave it right to him.
1: It, but that's not JC's fault.
0: No, no, he's no. got to make the play. It was literally right. handed to him on a silver platter uh, with how good he is. I had the red, the yellow circle. I had to cut the video short at the beginning. Uh, because some asshole messaged me. I hate when I'm screen recording stuff on my phone,
1: and uh, and somebody texts me. And I, just I don't die. like. I don't like you telling the listeners how you call me an asshole.
0: <laughs> it actually was not you. It might have been Boyd actually um, in the in the two point chat. But anyway, so Jay Z's following him, and he's got again inside control the whole time, and and it's on. It's I don't even know if it's underthrown. I don't know. It's a tough call, but it, it's it's got JC Jackson's name written all over it. It's going to be picked over the five yard line. JC Jackson Amazing. does it again on the ball. Oh yeah, that was both teams now run routes in position for a field goal opportunity seventeen, and that was it. Okay, so there you go. That is JC Jackson in a nutshell. This is going to be invaluable. Invaluable, which means a good thing. I think that's how the English language works. Pardon me in my Niagara Falls High School education. Um, but that is, I mean, that's a huge plus for the Chargers this year. A guy who's been pretty healthy um, throughout his career. I don't think there's been any significant injuries, really. Nothing, no extended time missed. I can't think remember anything off the top of my head. Uh, but the Chargers need that desperately. That secondary help. That guy who um, is a playmaker. But I am always concerned. I am always concerned. Andrew and I have this conversation, I think. Maybe one other person. I always get worried about former Patriots defensive players, former Belichick guys going out and uh, tasting the open waters of free agency. Uh, J.C. Jackson got paid accordingly for his body of work over the last couple years. But does he perform the same way without a guy, without a mastermind like Belichick as uh, as his coach? That is the big question. But... We can only go based on what we've seen, and uh, J.C. Jackson is one hell of a player. We got one more play for, uh, we got one more person, one more spotlight for us to go into, and that player is Buffalo Bills' newest main event edition. I think he might be the newest like big signing, Mm -hmm. Uh, Von Miller. Von Miller, who was brought in on a pretty sweet contract um a veteran presence he's a two-time super bowl champion he's played in three super bowls uh dude is good dude I already he has played in three right was he on that i think he was on that
1: When did he get drafted was it 20 he would he would he would have been on that the when they lost to the to the Seahawks and yeah. they got destroyed for sure okay so
0: Three times Super Bowl, you know, three times three Super Bowl appearances, two times Super Bowl champion. It can definitely be said that uh, that Von Miller was a huge part of the Rams winning, um, going all the way. I know he had a nice strip sack on Tom Brady yep. uh, in the playoffs, and uh, I mean Von Miller is still physical. He's been around for a little while. I think this is, if he was, I think he was drafted in 2011 or 2012. Uh, I can't remember, but he's been around for a while. But he still is as physical as ever i um, still a, a a top-notch player, and I think, and, and Brian, I'll let you do the rest of the talk, and I've been talking all episode. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, dude, you say dude. what you got to say.
1: Uh, Von Miller's awesome, and he's played as a stand-up linebacker, uh, an outside linebacker for most of his career. He does put his hand in the dirt from time to time, but when the Bills signed him, I immediately had to flip my you know brain on to thinking about... Well, how do you use him if you're the Buffalo Bills? So you're in a base 4-3. Do you line him up as an edge? I guess you probably do. And you just sacrifice whatever weight he d- he gives up um, and length that he gives up for just veteran ability, right? Being able to hold the line and contain and rush the pasture as best as possible. But then I started watching some clips, and I was like, wait a minute. This dude's speed to power is greatly unappreciated because we all if you all think about like especially that like Brady strip sack or there's there, an earlier in this clip too um, that we're not going to look at there was a strip on um might have been back. does that make sense I don't know back? yeah yeah probably maybe overlap for a year or so in the league maybe I know, we're not going to go back to it, but either way, he, he curled, he, you know, he bent the edge. Like that's what Vaughn Miller is the prototype for. He's that guy that can go damn near 45 degrees to the ground, bends the edge, you know, gets around that tackle, shortens the distance to the quarterback, and then makes a phenomenal play that way because he's a ridiculous athlete. But he can, he can do. A lot of the stuff that a four-three end will be asked to do, if his hand is in the dirt. So that's kind of what I looked for in these clips. So these happen to just be against the Jets. <laughs> I didn't purposely look for. Is this that. good
0: Jets though? Is this good Jets? Might be. I might be. Is that? It might this be Sanchez. eight and a half sack in. It's either Sanchez or Gino.
1: Yeah, I think it's Sanchez. I think so too. So this yeah. is all right, Jets. So Vaughn's lined up. He uh, is standing up in a two-point stance at the top of the screen. He's at the top of the line, and uh, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna make this tackle look real bad. <laughs> All right, let's give it a watch, and we'll go from there. This is eight
0: and eight and a half the sack career sack eight point f- sack eight point five. You got a yeah, because this there. is
1: a clip. This is a clip co- compilation of his. First 100 sacks. like I don't even know. 106
0: sacks or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But, all right, here we go. In motion toward the ball, and back away from it, and Sanchez is going to
1: get swallowed up in the backfield of the 20-yard line. 92 is trying to take credit for it. <laughs> he had a good rep. He did. Uh, Vaughn completely collapsed that pocket, though. He did. All right, let's take another look at it. He puts right. he puts his tackle like almost straight into that quarterback's lap. All right. So Vaughn is that's him on the left edge,
0: right? Yep, yep. Top of the screen. Top of the screen, left edge. And um back away from it from Sanchez. Oh yeah, he worked that dude. That was great. Yeah. We see that a lot too. These these guys they, they push, 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 shift their weight out of the way, and the the offense the right tackle had nothing on Von Miller and, and he just had an open lane for it. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a lot of Von Miller. <laughs>
1: that's that's having really good feel for how the tackle is taking your speed rush. So a lot of what the tackle's doing is just trying to absorb the impact, right? He's not trying to match it, he's not trying to win. He's just trying to absorb it and and deter you away from the quarterback, you know? That's all he's trying to do here. He's like uh Throwing sandbags against the flooding waters, you know. Right. I'm just gonna get you a little all the way. I know this isn't a great situation, but we're gonna do the best we can here. That's not what happens here because that tackle quickly loses his leverage completely, where he's not able to stab and match. You can because, tell by the footwork. He's he's yeah. he's
0: like. How do I want to say this? He's he just he's just moving. He's just following. It's like running down a hill. You're just your legs are just moving, trying to stay upright. Yep. And that's
1: that's kind of where he's at. Right, because the, the footwork and hand placement, is it's all works together. You know what I mean? They have that strong base. And the moment that one leg's too far back or one arm misses a reach, now all of a sudden your leverage is completely shot. And Vaughn's too good. He's too fast. He's too strong. And he can turn that inside in a heartbeat. Sure can. All right. Let's watch it one more time. I'll
0: move on to the second part of Vaughn. Which Mo- I believe is the very next clip. So I believe edit. so, too. All right. I think that's what you said. He All right. Watch it one more time. Von Miller on the edge. Yep. Move. Push the dude right out of the way. Line drive. If anything, San- yeah, Sanchez like got pushed in. Like Von Miller pushed Sanchez into number 92. Which yeah. Which is a good thing. But teamwork. 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 It'll take a half sack. It's okay. Absolutely. All right. Is this the next clip? It is against the Jets? Yeah. All right. Walk us through this
1: one. <laughs> this is so that one was a, a speed to power. As far as he's just bull rushing and he, he uses the leverage that he gains to scoot inside and shorten the angle that way. Right. So he was able to get the the tackle push back far enough that he now no longer has the containment to keep the quarterback safe. There, the pocket has now, you know, been blown open. So that's how Vaughn wins on this one. This is literally just. He's too fast and too strong. And when he puts them together, he puts dudes on their butts. And that's what this play is. All right. Let's give it a watch. Is it fucking train plays in the background? All right.
0: Sanchez. Oh, damn. <laughs> Jesus. That was Take like a, a Goldberg spear. My <laughs> God. That is the second Goldberg reference we've had in a week on this show, by the way. Ah. Um, the first one was not so kind of me. But, um, yeah, look, at I mean, Sanchez is just, like, dead.
1: He did. He dead. He dead. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I picked a really finicky clip. I know. No, hey, cool. Oh, look at him. Oh, don't move it. Oh, oh I moved it. That's all right. That's That tackle was, <laughs> was one foot was like completely up in the air. That's not ideal. Oh, my God. He lost, so, he lost twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Down he goes. And it's Von Miller again. So good.
0: Oh, I can't watch it. It's against Philip Rivers. Um can't watch that. can't play that. He's going to get swallowed up in the backfield of the 20-yard line. Yeah.
1: Watch him win twice. There's a win. But then he regains a little bit. Or, oh, well, he already did it. But, yeah. I gotta, I'm got going to have to find the original clip of that and use it as a play of the day.
0: Okay. Because that's, that's really good. <laughs> it legit is very
1: Goldberg-esque. And I love every single bit of it. Because that's what now I'm envisioning in my mind is. If they choose to put have him put his hand in the dirt, that's the kind of stuff that he'll try and do. Right? Because putting your hand in the dirt and bending the edge, they do it and it's effective. But if you can also have a good speed to power or a speed counter move, um, which is the first the first clip would be a speed counter, I would kind of call it. That's he, I mean his repertoire is full. His his toolbox is is completely full. He's a complete pass rusher. No. That's and, why he's he's and, the goat right now, and he has a, a,
0: I think a much needed veteran presence on that Bills defense. You know they have some guys who have been there for a while, right? Trey White coming back, yep. um, some of the uh, the defensive <clears throat> linemen, but nobody has the seniority that Von Miller has, the experience that Von Miller has. Not a single person on the defense does. Mm. Um, this is a great signing spiritually, uh, physically schematically for the Buffalo Bills and uh you know a Charter, the Chargers got like Khalil Mack who's the same but I, I just I just Von Miller has had a much better track record historically, I think. Right. At least success, right. but obviously that's team placement. It is. Khalil Mack has been on the Bears
1: and the Raiders, some really bad teams. But he also he if we are being fair, I mean he he disappears on his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Von Miller has had a target on his back since the moment he basically set foot on a field in the NFL people. He was drafted second overall, you know, people know who he is, right? You know, in fact, he talked about this when he came to Buffalo and signed, um, that let's say Andrew Luck doesn't go back to college that year and he does come out with Cam Newton. He he thought that it was pretty likely that he ended up going to Buffalo just because of where the chips were gonna fall. Right. He was gonna get pushed on the board. And he thought he, he could have sworn he was gonna be a bill the whole time. And now he is. Now he is. Probably for the best too. Probably
0: for the best that it happened. Well when, it did. I, I was when thinking, it did.
1: Like if you can't if you can't play with Aaron Donald, which clearly I guess he could have, they'd have to shuffle a lot of money around. But if you can't play with Aaron Donald, dude, Ed Oliver may end up being a very good second option. I'm not saying close. (laughs) I will never say that because I love that man, Aaron Donald so much. But uh, I I think his influence already is being felt in this uh, Bills defensive line. And it's, I I think they might be the stars uh, of the season. If the bills do what they want to do quite possibly. But that is that for our first film room back. That wasn't too bad.
0: I like it. So we did something a little differently today. That we don't typically do um is that look at like multiple plays per person when we get to the season it's going to be one play per player it's 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 really going to be a play spotlight, so there's a legit chance that me and Brian could pull off three per three each per episode we'll see how it goes we 'll see how it's going but um this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun to kind of get into everything i i I look forward to uh, doing this consistently. We're going to keep looking and at some different themes as we get towards the season. We're only a couple weeks away and actually the first week of preseason officially starts this weekend. Um, Thursday, I know the Colts and bills are played on Saturday. Um, uh, but this week it, it starts and we'll probably take a look at some of those, uh, things as well. But, um, Brian, thank you. No, thank you. As per, as per huge Thank you. Always. um, But listeners, viewers, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, We appreciate you as always. And on behalf of Brian and I, until next time, the two-point conversation is good.